Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sportsbet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Berwick BMW has a range of re-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. BerwickBMW.com.au. Robot building supplies. Robots got it. And deliver. RobotBuildingSupplies.com.au. Sonos. Game-changing sound this festive season. Save now on ready-made speaker sets. The Run Home. With Andy and Gazer. Uh, g'day, everybody, and welcome to the show. Uh, the Run Home, 23rd November 2022. A little bit of a wake-up call. Back. A little bit of a wake-up call, Keefe, uh, in the wee small hour. Well, they weren't really wee, and they weren't that small. Six o'clock's pretty, nah, perfect pretty reasonable, actually. G'day. Really nice. As I say, day to you and everybody, and thank you to the pot for another wonderful three hours. Brilliant. Yeah, Johnny Aloisi on his show today talking about, you know, what Graham Arnold could have done, and, you know, there's been a lot of people saying what Graham Arnold could have done and you know, this and that and all the rest of it. Here's, there's an old – and I respect all of those people, and, they, and, I, and I say this – Absolutely categorically, Keith. Mm. They know mm. so much more about soccer than I do. It's I would never even deign mm. to enter into a tactical, theoretical, um, conversa- historical conversation with any of them. Here, here. But, I, I, and I'll exaggerate that by about 10 okay, when so, it comes to me. Yep, no, well, you're but, not, no, no, we're the same. Well, but, I think you've go got on, me you, you and I are going to be on the same page here. But from the untrained eye... Come on now, fellas. There is... All the strategy in the world. Come on now. Anything you want to throw, anything you got to offer. From my untrained eye, um, it was going to have two fifths of bugger all impact, given the what appeared to me the gross discrepancy in basic talent. Yes. Talent. If you're going to have a circus, you got to have the animals. Can't pull up and your socks for, if you haven't got any on. And all those other sayings that go. go along with it. Can't so, do it. Can't do it. I couldn't. Uh, I I can understand and appreciate that the experts have can get into the minutia yeah, we of well the the, the two four four the one seven seven whatever it may be. Yeah, and yes, yeah. that may may have bits and pieces, but the only the solution at half time that we could have done yes. is somehow gone to the immigration department <laughs> and tried to get some sort of transfer of visas. <laughs> And put the yellow jerseys on those French blue jerseys. Yeah, that's right. Get him to swap shirts, particularly Mbappe. He oh, needed to come Mbappe. and play. He needed to come and play Becoming for us. Becoming one of my favourites. He the oh, the mate. skills that you see, even to the untrained eye, are just superb. Put a Group One racehorse up against a class, a benchmark sixty-four mm. over the mile on a uh, on a on a good four mm. at Flemington. <laughs> We are the benchmark sixty-four, and they are the group one. Yes. They've got J Mac mm. on board, and we've got a, we've got a God love him. We've got mm. some young apprentice, yep. who's cutting his teeth, still claiming two and a half. Yep, don't know, don't even know the name of an apprentice out there at yep. the moment. But if any one three hundred seven three six seven three six, it is the big talk. Everyone runs having a chat about mm. it, uh, and, and we'll continue to do so as we deal with the knee-jerk reactions out of this morning's four-one reality check. But if we're with, if if you if you're listening to a couple of plonkers like us mm. say, 
they were panels better than us. They looked and like not, and, and not and Graham Arnold. Hmm. Ha- there was nothing he could do, mate. You put the greatest if manager in wrong, the history of the game in, in in that. Put Sir Alex out there and give him five years of six days a week training for three hours. So all those things they're talking would mean more time to get. From my untrained eye, that might make you a little bit more competitive. It ain't changing the effect. Nothing, impact on mate. That game. No manager starts... on the planet with mm. that group of players against. And let's not forget the fact mm. they were undermanned. They had four, particularly when the bloke did his knee when we scored our goal. They mm. had four or five mm. absolute uh, guilt-edged starting players. Benzema, is that he, he, well, they weren't he playing, mate. Helped. He might have helped. Well, he's he out for the whole helped. tournament. He wouldn't though. have helped us. Might help them. Well, it's, but if, if we're whistling mm. Dixie, please tell us because mm. uh, we're fans and we were up and we watched it and we were jumping off the mm. couch when Goodwin scored. Oh, and we couldn't quite believe mate. it. We all we all dared to believe mm. what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, we were doing all of that. Uh, the I got the kids up; they wanted to watch it. But then, mate, fifteen minutes well, for the mm. five minutes preceding it, we were played off. Well, the first five minutes ago, we played off, mm. the and then. By half time, it was like, oh, God. This no, is, no, 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 no. Even when we were 1 0 no, up, I was like, I'm thinking, how in any realm are we going to be able to prevent this from them from scoring? The way in which they attacked, the amount of ball that they possessed, the slickness, the skills, all that, it just it looked like that we were playing with six less men than what they were. So here's the reality, right? So, so we'll take some calls on mm. you know, your reaction to what you saw this morning. We played Tunisia. Now, Tunisia drew um, with Denmark, which mm. was a surprise. We played Tunisia at 9 p.m. on Saturday night. Now, I don't know whether I'm fair income, um mm. Pollyannaing this, but I'm going to allow myself to believe that we can beat Tunisia, right? Well, I, can I, I just explain to the audience, though, uh, against Denmark? Uh, when, no, we no, played Tunisia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, just on that. My understanding is Denmark have played France the, the last two times and they've mm. beaten them. Mm. No, they're good. So, so Denmark's the fact good. that Tunisia yeah. drew with them yeah. is an is a outstanding result and shows the class that they may have. So just still, purely on other results. Okay, I agree with you, right? But I'm still I'm not going to throw the bathwater out just yet. Mm. We got to beat Tunisia mm. now. I'm going to assume that'll put us on three points. Yep. That'll leave Tunisia on one point because we've beaten them. Yes. And I'm going to assume France beat Denmark. Dangerous assumption, but I'm going mm. to assume they do. Uh, even if Denmark have a draw with France, mm. Denmark's going to be on one or two mm. points. So we'll be above Denmark draw, and Tunisia. Draw with Denmark and we're, we're through. Then on Thursday, we play Denmark. Mm. Uh, if we have a draw with Denmark, mm. it is we are through. Now, is that inconceivable? Am I dreaming? No, no, no. I is think it, you've got to have hope. Now, Andy, here's the thing, and this is where our – simple minds and perhaps without knowing all the detail, but you mm. might be able to explain this. And this is a good question coming from uh, Dean. Okay. Going by your logic, guys, Saudi Arabia should have lost to Argentina. What? Now, I don't know. I didn't see the game, that game. I didn't watch it. No, neither did I. Uh, and I but don't they, know the two they, teams. Beat, the Saudis beat Argentina. Mm. Well, why our logic? I don't understand. Because they would be arguing that Saudi Arabia – are of the same class no, no. as us. There was a class difference between Argentina and Saudi Arabia. Now, whether that is true or not, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. But that's the that's the what Dean is suggesting yep. is that there is that class distinction between Saudi Arabia well, and my, Argentina. Okay, so Dino, it's a reasonable question. Here's my fear. Mm-hmm. This is the fear that I have as when we become, and I've said it a million times. This mm-hmm. is the team 
more than any other Australian team, and with all due respect to your basketball, yep. the Boomers, this is the team that can unite Australian sports fans more than any other, Ryan. But since we've been back in World Cup content, back since 2006 where we keep mm. qualifying, my fear is that countries like Saudi Arabia mm. and a heap of the other African nations and Japan mm. and a whole all the countries that we Iran. Had, that, that we were judging ourselves against and had to beat mm. to get into World Cup, my fear is they've all gone past us. My what? fear is that mm. they've all got better mm. and we are just, for whatever, and there's a myriad of well, reasons we're I only, suspect feed into this. We're only, I don't want to say limping in, but we're only just making World Cup. So we're right we're right on that cusp. So if you've got the rankings of how many teams are, 32 teams in the World Cup. So we're right on the, is there 32? 32. Have I got yeah, that right? 32. Uh, I think gonna, they want to expand it every World mm. Cup cycle, but yeah. Yep. Go on. And so, so given that we're only just getting there, mm. it's taking some... Yeah, it's nail-biting it's, stuff. It's, nail-biting. Yeah. it's not like we've got some margin. We're kicking back with two games to go in no, the qualifying and, thinking and we're already Andrew in. Andrew Redmayne. Correct. Jumping around like in a, a goose. penalty shoot. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so it, I, the reality of it, that's probably where about where we're at, isn't it? Somewhere between that 32 and 62, somewhere in that range of, of teams is where we have. And we probably haven't we haven't pushed beyond that. Is that's that what a, you're so, saying. So he, is that right? That's right. Yes. So my question is... Is is well? There's a million questions we've got. Mm. We'll get to some calls, but this we're good enough to get there, but we're not good enough to land a punch when we do. Mm. Our World Cup record since getting back, our World Cup record. We've won to, at, mm. at World Cup level. We've won two games at the World in Cup in the tournaments in, mm. since we since in all the World Cups we've yep. done since 1974, was the first. and then we got back in in 2006, and we played and since. since once we've got to the groups mm. in the World Cup, we've won two games, mm. we've drawn four, we've lost 11. Mm. We've only got out of the group stage once. once. That mm. was in 2006. Now, I think we're all thinking in 2006, we're airborne. Mm. We're back in golden generation. This is going to be the launch pad. Are we any better now? Are we 16 years later? Is this, uh, is this Australian no, team well, clearly better? not. I mean, if you're just is using Australian that... football better? Have we got more good footballers, soccer players on the planet now than we did back in 2006? I think we've got a better league. We've got a domest- better domestic league. Have we? Do you league. think so? Do you think the A-League's it's... better now than it was 10 years ago? Well, I don't know about the talent, but as well, far as profile... And, I don't think and it is. Well, I, don't... I think now with the television coverage, with the profile, with the fans that attend games, yes, I think it is better. Now, Do you? Really? Compared to the early 2000s? I reckon the A-League's plateaued. I reckon the A-League plateaued five years ago. I don't think we've got. Oh, I don't know whether we're playing. I don't know whether TV fan engagement. Well, player I think talent, so. Is it? I we've don't got know. The, the the women play overall is a I'm sport. I'm only talking about the soccer. Right? No, no, but yeah, I think it's it's about the whole. Oh, the women flying. They're, they're they're in a different. They're in a different class. No, but I'm talking about the whole uh, perception of football. Ooh. I think it's a, a lot more advanced now than it was in the early 2000s. Well, I you, now I'm, I'm not saying that is equates to the players. Yeah. That's a completely. I'm just talking about. The recognition, the the airtime. Mm, I would think. I would think. Mm. So you speak to that point. I would. I would disagree with you. I would reckon that the A leagues come off. Oh. I would. That's my view now. So, is it okay? Just is. It, are we happy to get there, but not be able to? No, of land course a not. So how? What do we do? Well, how do we get? It's better? a generational thing. How do we get better? Well, I think you've how got. How do we it. keep up with these? 
with these nations around the world who are improving all the time. Well, it comes down to your development programs. It comes down to exposure, which the numbers for, for soccer, are, and I think if you go back to use the same comparison, I think that I'm guessing, but from what I see in parks and people kicking footballs and teams, I think that there are a lot more kids playing football these days. Soccer. Soccer. So, so, just say soccer. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. soccer. Yep. Then there was, was back then. And I think that there is a um, – it's a, a coaching, it's a system, it's a player development. If you're going to get better, it's as simple as that. I, I think that, Andy, when was the last time we had a – Australian soccer coach that wasn't having to deal with, no. like even God love him, even Ange was poor, pushed out of it because of all the crap he had to deal yeah. with. Yep, no, no, it's a, it's a, so, it's so, a hot seat. It is, yeah. and and yeah, you know, well, that comes with territory. Fair enough, but is it objective? Are you being reasonable with the assessment of the coaches based on the level of talent that they have to work with? Oh, and and, I and think that's a fair question. As much as they put forward and and deal with the elite. They're only dealing with, with the, what's happening at the foundation. So if the foundation is such that they're not developing that level of talent that's filtering through, then it's impossible. You're not going to see the, 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 the nation do better at World Cups and internationally. So, so okay, there's a, lot, there's a lot in this, and we'll, we'll keep ticking it off as we work our way through the show. We're here for Robot Building Supplies. And just by the way, Andy. Beric BMW. And Sonos, of and course, game-changing sound this festive season. Dean's just uh, jumped back on, and fair enough. He said Saudi Arabia ranked 51, Australia uh, ranked 38. Uh, well, uh, well, okay. So I'd say between 51 and 38, it's, uh, it's a, you're in a, you, I put them in tiers. Yep, yep. So you've got your first 20, maybe, then you've got your next 20, and then you've got your next 20. Mm. And... Maybe it's also a fact that Argentina has come well, off the they, And they might have had a shock. And they, I didn't see the game. Dino, no, you I saw the game, so let us know. But, it, but I've read a couple of reports, and they've said that the Argentinian performance was was dreadful. So um, there, there's a bit of that as well. So that on the day, you know, the, the opposition's performance plays in. But, you, look, you raise good points. And, um, you know, that, that and so, so um, there's a whole lot in the middle of all of this that will keep rolling around. World rankings are part of it. But... Um, ultimately, historical performance is the thing that when we're mm. looking at the Australian mm. team's mm. historical performance, it doesn't look like we're trending necessarily, you know, in a northerly direction. Feels Maybe like we're, we're in a holding hit. pattern. Well, but we've been there for a while, mate. Even the under-23 team's mm. been, been flat. Yeah, and is it, would this be fair to say, as I, and again, I don't see enough of it, but based on what I've seen here and through some of the qualification games, mm. I don't see a Tim Cale. I don't see Harry Kuehl. Mm. Uh, I don't see, even if you go back more recently, when you're thinking of that grunt, that, okay, we might not be talented, but you see that, just the brute physicality uh, of, of a Millet We're blokes who want to take it to the... Uh, Lucas Neal. They know the opposition are more talented, but that's not going to be enough. That, Timmy Cale was like that. Now, I don't see... Now, that just might be a so, generation that's coming through that we, we just don't have that quality. Maybe we're not teaching those elements. There's a heap of people who want to join in this conversation. I'm not surprised by it. So let's get to one or two quick calls before we get to the break. We'll get to you all before the news. Pete's in Parant. Pete, welcome to the program, mate. Yeah, thanks, guys, and great discussion. Andy, you're quite right. The A-League's not where it is or what it should be. Um, and the reason for that is uh, a gentleman earlier on, um, on uh, the Pipes show put a spot on about the lack of investment in development, which Andrew Gaze spoke before. Australia, uh, the AIS, VIS, uh, it's not there anymore. That then, that then propels those players to go overseas 
because their, their talent raises and gets interest. Although we have a few players overseas, not the same. When you say Timmy Cale, we don't see Timmy Cale here. Timmy Cale became Timmy Cale after he went to the best coaches in the best competitions. He had the potential, but to bring out the real Timmy Cale or Verduga or whatever mm. was after they went and played with the best. And at the moment, we're not lifting our standard up and getting those players across there, the interest to get them across. So that's one. Secondly, it is brilliant, the achievement to get the World Cup by our team, mm-hmm. given the caliber, is amazing. Yep. 32 yep. out of 200 odd countries, one in seven. Mm-hmm. To get in the, to put in perspective, the AFL final, it's virtually one in two. Virtually half the teams in the in our league go to play finals. Well, this is not one in two, this is one in seven. And, the, and you, Andrew Gaze, you said they're about there. That's, mm. that's about the standard. We should be really proud as Aussies that they've done that. Extremely proud. And not set high expectations. Just let them play and, and be grateful for whatever they choose. Uh, it's a real, that's a, the getting in there is an enormous achievement. And, we should, and the last thing we want to do is diminish um, you know, the, the quality of that, that achievement ever. Uh, thanks for kicking it off. Andy, Justin, Greg, Paul, Lee, want to get to your calls on the other side of the break. Okay, let's whip through some calls here. Reactions to what took place last night. been a lot of knee-jerk reactions. been a lot of conversation throughout the day. Andy's in Brunswick East. Um, give us your take. Um, Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andy. G'day, Andy. G'day, Andy. Andy, Andy. Andy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, now, uh, look, I, I don't want to be controversial, but... Um, uh, I think a lot falls on uh, Graham Arnold. He's, I don't think he's a very good coach. They were coached for well. They kept going backwards to Matt Ryan. He was basically playing like a midfielder. <laughs> I mean, it was embarrassing. Um, they needed to, you know, keep on going forward, take these French blokes on uh, and just have a crack. And by going defensive and going backwards and trying to keep possession against a team that's clearly better than us, uh, that is never, ever, ever going to work. And you're right about, like, we haven't got any play. I don't know what it is. I think it's a standard of football or soccer in Australia. And I think it's happening with cricket and a lot of other sports, traditional Australian sports or uh, whatever. Just junior levels, it's falling off badly because of poor administration and poorly run associations. Um, we, haven't, we need someone to put it in the back of the net. We haven't got a great <laughs> midfielder. We haven't got someone who's charismatic, who's uh, a bit of a symbol. So... That's a real problem. And most of our players don't play in the top leagues and they play second divisions here and there, and they're on the pine. And I think that's uh, what's wrong with Ryan as well and a lot of our other players. So. Yeah, there's, a few, there's a few issues mm. there, I reckon, Andy, and all of that, mate. We hey, appreciate Andy, you. Just, co- mm. Let's just whip through a whole lot of calls, mm. shall we? I know you've got a lot to say, Kirk, no, but some of our calls here. Yeah. Justin's in Wandon. G'day, mate. G'day, guys. How are you? Good, Good Justin. Three things. If we had tried to take it to France, we would want to go hard and go hard and go Correct. hard. Correct. Eight, eight one. Yep. But anyway, that's another story. Twelve, yeah. I would have thought. Um, yeah. For twelve, whatever. Eight, twelve. <laughs> next point. I think they're increasing the amount of teams at the next World Cup. I'm not sure by how many. So each confederation is going to get extra spots. So qualifying is actually going to become easier. Mm. Um, and the other thing is, I was listening to SEN Tunisia today, mm. and they are saying now that they've drawn with Denmark. Yep. All they have to do is beat Australia. Yes, there you go. And not get flogged by France. <laughs> nice. And they're in. Very nice work from you, Justin. Yes. It deserves a signet boost power back, mate. Valued at 60 bucks coming your way. And funnily enough, I was listening to the same talkback calls over there in Tunisia, <laughs> and I did hear that. Greg's in Muralbach. Good afternoon, Gregory. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I don't want to chew too much of your valuable time, but I just want to, if I may, raise three 
points that yeah. I've found of interest in the last week. Go. Um, young, young Isaac Humphries, uh, uh, Isaac Humphries, I should say. Yep. I'm proud of you, young fella. Well done. Um, you've done the, the, the right thing by yourself and by who you want to be as a person. Don't ever, please, and I hope you hear this, please don't ever feel that you've got to hide or feel ashamed of who you are and just come out, live your life, be proud. Um, you're a great basketballer. All you've got to do now, you've, you've come out, just get some boards, get mm-hmm. some boards, and you'll be, you'll be loved. You'll be loved by everyone. Mm. Secondly, gentlemen. Yes. Um, Gazy, do you follow the basketball at all? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> have you heard of Anthony Edwards? Yes, I have. Superstar. Very how, athletic. How freaky is that? No, how, he, how good is that young fella at 21? How good is that young bloke? No, he is. And he's been around, but he's, he's burst onto the scene. He's in a good situation. And uh, just one of those ones, not quite in the same level of athleticism as Jar Morant because he is in an, he's just incredible, but he's not far off it. Mm. He's a, and he can shoot it as well. He, he loves shooting, mm. mate. My third point, gentlemen, really quickly, um, on the soccer, t- I don't really follow the soccer. It doesn't do anything for me, but... If Australia plays with it's the girls or the boys, I'm passionate about it and Good. I will follow them. So I'm looking at it. France, uh, they don't really play many sports. They probably play a little bit of rugby and soccer. That's all they do. Basketball is very good as well. Thousand, well, we've got a thousand sports. We've got to divide our 24 million people. They've got X amount of it. Mate, I'd be surprised. They probably outnumber us 10 to 1 in soccer. So I reckon we're playing out of our boots. I'm very proud of what happened this morning. No, no worries. Uh, it's a good it's a quality achievement to get there, Greg. There's no question about that, mate. $50 Brickline Brewing voucher coming your way. Hey, Paul and Hayden, don't go anywhere. Quick news break. We'll get to you on the other side of you. Let's keep taking Hey, listen, by the way, I know we're all a bit flat after last night, but chin up Australian sports fans because uh, we're into the semifinals of the Davis Cup. Great. What? Very prestigious tournament. We beat the Netherlands overnight. That's true. Jordan Thompson and um, and Alex, uh, Alex Demonor mm. defeated Talon Griegspoor and Bodak, Bodic van der Zanschlup. Oh, I'm not familiar with their work. No, no. So we knocked them over. So we're mm. into the semifinals. That's uh, great news. So there you go. So chin up Australian sports fans. I reckon Davis Cup okay. might need a little bit of an overhaul with its system, I think, oh. Andy. Well, you can, you'll have time later in the show to explain to me what that means and what, why you think that's the case and explain to me the better system. Well, the fact no, no, we've got to get to a couple of calls I wasn't here. aware that they even played last no, night as an I, issue. No, that's a problem. Paul's in South Morang. Uh, Paul, give us your reaction to uh, the defeat this morning. How are you, guys? Um, it's pretty simple when you really think about it. Yep. Victoria, Western Australia, South Australia... Tasmania, Northern Territory. What are the best athletes normally play? Yeah, no, there's, yep, Aussie rules, yep. Or basketball. New South Wales, Queensland. Yeah, rugby. Either of the rugby's probably league. Or basketball. (laughs) They're they're the most, they're the two most popular ball sports by an absolute mile. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but anyway, for the sake of your argument, let's go with it. Not participation numbers. But anyway, carry on, Paul. Keep going, Paul. So we're always going to struggle against those powers. All these European countries and South American countries, their number one sport is, is soccer or football. Yep. We, but do we? Uh, yeah, no, no, you're right. You're 100% right, Paul. So all that is, that is an issue. Well, Andy, off the SMS, the but temper I don't think text machine. we should mach- cop that. No, I'm- but off the temper text machine, it is 
incredible the feedback that we're getting in relation to junior football. Soccer. And the cost of it? And the cost. Always the case. And <laughs> So you always talk to me about um, federated models and – look, I don't know enough about this stuff to really have a, a worthwhile uh, view about oh, this. Oh, I, I but, do. But soccer in Australia needs, needs a – it needs to follow a commission-type model. It needs to take the power out of the hands of states – and it needs to have it needs to it needs to go okay we've gone as far as we can go mm. with the oh. with the step mm. even the A League it it hasn't really done what we were, th- were hoping it was going to do I don't mm. think uh, we we need to we need to overhaul the administration of this game we need to make the game way more affordable it costs over two thousand bucks to register kids to play junior f- soccer in Australia mm. over two thousand bucks what does it cost for a kid wants to go down and play. Uh, for oh, a lot, it's, it's not cheap in no, basketball how, how either. Much is it? How much? It's about it averages out. If just, for, for, for so a, if you're going down and just playing domestic competition, no, down in, in the Knox League. It's in a, in a team. It's probably for a team. A score sheet fee is seventy bucks for the for the the game for so each but team. But what's it cost a kid to play? Well, like the family got, of you say eight or nine dollars a game. Yeah. So, per player. Yeah. Then, then each association will have different registrations. So, if you're playing in a rep team, some it could vary. I think the Melbourne Tigers are around four hundred bucks for this for the year to register your, your kid, but and then so, you're paying the, um, the. You might have some additional uh, court hire fees throughout the course of the it week. Does nothing. It sounds like two two and a half thousand bucks to for a kid to play. Oh, it, it could it could add up for some, but you're right. It's probably. You know, it's got a few more challenges with indoor courts, indoor stadiums. It's got a few more expenses as well. I might add. Well, it's not cheap to provide soccer pitches. Well, you can train on a. You know, you obviously you want to train on the best facilities you can, but there's a lot of open areas. We're fortunate in this country, Andy. Yeah, we to have a lot of. Open yeah, I, areas. I think. I think. Well, I've never heard people uh, lament the expense to have their children play basketball the way we routinely hear it. No, it soccer. sounds like it's uh, not. It's but brutal, I still brutal, think, even brutal. from basketball standpoint, it's it's still one that uh, you'd like to see it be able to be a little more affordable. It's affordable oh, well, you should but... do something about that. You're in a position to do something well, about we, that. We continually well, try to. telling me that the game's flying. Well, when venues are, are run by certain indiv- um, organisations and Ooh. and the cost to, to use venues, it's a lot. it goes on where where is that money going to? Oh, a lot yep. of people think it's going to greedy clubs, coaches and associations when a lot of the times it's going to funding uh, facilities. For a minute there, I thought you were cooking, but in the end you just turned the heat down a little bit. Well, I thought I you just, were heading in a certain direction then. I just um, you were. just oh, got no, you a, were. a sense of realisation oh, well, of what I was saying and just thought, well, let's just speak the truth, little but not mi- the whole truth little, and nothing but the truth. little mid-sentence U-turn. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Hay- Hayden's, in, Hayden's in Watsonia. Hayden, good afternoon. Mm. What's going on, Andy? How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good, Hayden. How are you, Gazy? Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Now, boys, the Socceroos have been spiralling for years now, and it's due to the administration at the top. It all started when David Gallup got employed mm. and has just run the organisation as a business rather than developing our younger Socceroos. And it's just, it's just disappointing because we don't get our young Socceroos out there and develop, and it's also due to the fact of the quality of the A-League. And because of the quality of the A-League, our boys don't develop the players of the status in Europe. Well, well that's, aren't that, there's, how many well, A-League players in the team? Quite a few. How many? Oh, of I, the, 
Oh, the, the roster. Will uh, it be seven or eight? Uh, I'm just going through the guys who played last but if we night. Say oh, the no, ma- most, most of the blokes who played last night were in the team were, were based most of them, internationally. That's right. One, so, two, so three, you four, can't, I, I, maybe four or five yeah, A-League players. I agree with it. Obviously, the better standard, the, the more exposure, the more revenue it can create, all those things are 100% correct. But if you're just u- using it in regards to player development, a lot of these players left Australia a long time ago eight. and have been developing in other countries. Eight A-League players in the squad. So it goes but, but in terms of the team that pick, was picked last night. It's a good point that yeah. we want a better A-League. Yeah. But, but if you're just saying right now with this particular team, a lot of them have done their a, a, a fair chunk of their development overseas. Uh, Hayden, there's uh, a game of golf for you and a mate midweek at Club Mandalay coming your way. Cart and drink just 99 bucks. Visit clubmandalay.com.au to sample a very, very fine golf course uh, just to the north of Melbourne. Uh, Al, Pat, Al Payton's been good enough to join us from Herald Sun Supercoach. Uh, KFC Supercoach at BBL, mm-hmm. of course, supercoach.com.au. Still got time to get – well, obviously still got time to get your teams – Together, good uh, fun way to follow the league, oh, mate. Of course, it is getting the leagues uh, with anybody or getting leagues with the your way mates. You and carry on about your super coach in the NFL, mate. I needed eight yards yesterday. This is the sort of thing seven I'm minutes talking to about. Go, seven minutes to go, San Francisco playing. They've mm-hmm. got the game one, yes. So, I've got Debo Samuel and the running back Elijah Mitchell. They give him a spell. I need eight yards. That's all I need between the two of them in the they? last seven minutes. Didn't put them on the field for the rest of the game. Well, and I lose by 0.8. I mean, that is just, that's the sort of year I'm having. Mm. I could go on, but it's KFC Supercoach uh, yes. time, and that's why Al's on the line ready to go. Al, this is the stuff that happens with fantasy leagues. Uh, they kind of ru- they can ruin your day. <laughs> well, yeah, if it goes wrong, but if it goes the other way, it can be it's the true. best thing ever. Well, that's, so, you know, that yeah. is a very good point. It's you a- try and think positively. No, you got, and if you're ever if you've never been in this, if you try and get into a league with your mates because yep. uh, once you establish the league, it becomes a source of and, enormous uh, back and forth. And Andy, when there. you're in there, I think a little bit of advice from experts is important, and that's why Al, we yeah. need your yes. advice. Please, two players we need in you need to have in your side if you're going to be fair to them about getting the win. What a good question. Two players, please. All right, we're just going to name two. Well, the number one, I think, just first picked for everybody, and certainly in my team, is Rashid Khan. Uh, it's one of the all-time greats of the BBL and T20 mm-hmm. playing at the Strikers. You're going to have to fork out a fair bit of money for him, but mm-hmm. um, the Strikers play twice in the opening round, so obviously, yeah, that's one of the, the uh, fun features of KFC Supercoach BBL that you do have, depending on how the fixture falls. Some teams actually play twice within the one round, so, he's, yeah, it, I think he's going to be my captain in round one, just put him in and throw away the key. Um, and the other one that I reckon, um, well, you know, Glenn Maxwell obviously uh, hmm. was very popular, but he's out. So we've got to find someone else. And I think um, Alex Hales is going to be hard to overlook. He's been a star for the Thunder for a while, a bit inconsistent as the batters can be. You know, it's a bit um, uh, hit or miss up there at the top of the order. But again, the Thunder played twice in the first round. We saw in uh, the T20 World Cup how good he can be. 86 off just 47 balls against India in the semifinal. So if he's producing... Scores like that against India. Imagine what he can do uh, in the BBL. So he's another one who could put up some really big numbers. And he's, he's a pretty good price, actually. 130000 um in KFC Supercoach BBL. So there are a couple of the superstars. Give us two quick, quickly. Give us a couple of bargains who we can think about. Yep. Well, we're trying to get to some guys at the bottom end of the price scale. One, mm. I think I'm going to whack on my bench with Joe Burns at Melbourne Stars. He was there last summer and 
didn't do heaps, but um, again with Maxwell out, hopefully he'll get plenty of chances uh, higher up the order. He's only sixty-two thousand, so that's very cheap. Definitely someone you could put on your bench. And Oliver Davies at the Thunder is another one that I picked a couple of years ago. Burst onto the scene with some uh, massive hitting, but uh, last summer he didn't do a whole lot. I looked up his numbers and they weren't great. But um, there's opportunities there. A few of their um, players have left the Thunder. Um, Usman Kawaj is no longer there. Sam Billings not there. Uh, David Warner won't be there for the first part of the tournament. So. Um, but we need needing someone to uh, step up and, and get some uh, time at the crease, and hopefully Oliver can uh, score some points for not many bucks, Al, which is what you want. Al, very, very canny selections by you. Mm. Nice work. Yep. Supercoach.com.au is the place to go if you want to play your KFC Supercoach BBL. Al Payton's going to join us in the lead-up to it and throughout to just steer us in the right direction. You're a very, very fine man. It's 18 minutes to four. Uh, a lot of you have probably heard bits and pieces about one of the most uh, remarkable signings of um, <laughs> suburban football for Un- the season. almost. 2023. <laughs> you, you, you've probably heard the story about the signing by Donnie of uh, Robbie Gray, the absolute champion, not only the Port Adelaide Football Club, but the Australian Football League. Uh, it's an incredible signing by the Doncaster Footy Club. and We wanted to get our little... Uh, piece of this one. So the president, Sean O'Gorman, has been good enough to join us on the show. Sean, it is a, it's a truly remarkable signing. How did you how did you get Robbie Gray to come and play for your footy club? It's a really, really uh, simple story. It's something that Chris Anarkis, our senior coach, uh, who is probably a, a club legend, a bloke that's won the three league best and fairest medals, so a legend across the EFL, yep. has been talking about it for 15 years. Him, him and Robbie are, are great mates. Right. Went to high school together. I think they were in each other's wedding parties, and it's something Chris has been talking about for a long time. And we sort of, you know, took it with a grain of salt. Oh, yeah, it might happen here or there. <laughs> then, then talk sort of intensified this year with uh, Robbie announcing his retirement at the end of the year. And look, Robbie's a cracking bloke. He's spent a lot of time around at our club with Chris and his other mates. Talk grew and grew and grew. And to Chris and Robbie's credit, uh, they've pulled it off. And as you said, we can't think of a, a bigger signing in any local footy leagues. There's a lot of ex-AFL blokes getting around, but I don't think there's many bigger than Robbie Gray. And, and certainly one that's not uh, fresh out of, out of their career and you'd imagine still in some very, very tidy shape. Uh, but, Sean, is he signed up for the whole season or are this like special guest appearances? So we're still working through that. Robbie's got a very important role with Port Adelaide. He's doing uh, a lot of list management and recruitment. So he'll be travelling around a fair bit. Robbie's own words is he wants to play more games than not. So it depends on his scheduling with Port, what they've got in store for him during the year. And obviously that's his main uh, employment. So he's going to do the right thing by them, obviously. But as I said, we're hoping to get him for as many games as possible. And I've been getting lots of uh, text messages from other club presidents <laughs> saying, make sure he plays against us. Yeah. Um, so we can get a good gate and a good bar turnover. And, and what are there... Are there any restrictions? Like with the rules of the competition, uh, are there sort of marquee players and, and how it works, or is it just a, a, a open market? So there's a, there's a couple of things. First and foremost, there's a point system. So I think we've got 47 points to play with. So you've got 22 blokes in the senior team. Uh, each player is a lot of certain points. Robbie will be a six-point player. Right. So local kids, one-point players. You recruit a bloke from another club, they're a three-point player. XAFL blokes come in as six points. So, so you basically can't stack a side with mm. 10 X. AFL blokes. So it's a matter of fitting him in on the points, which I think last season we played on an average of about 35, 36 points. 
So we've got plenty of room from that. Sounds like a good system. So, so, Sean, you talk about the opposition teams wanting to play, particularly at their, their home ground, so they can you know get the gate and the people through the place. What, on average, would be a crowd that you get for one of your league games, particularly one of your games, and what might you expect Robbie Gray to do to that that, that attendance? Look, your average crowd could be around, you know, the three to 500. Yep. We'd be hoping, you know, announce the first game that Robbie's going to come along. We'd hope to get over 1,000 people turning up. And I'm sure other clubs would uh, want the same. And he's, other than playing, and you know, clearly you know, you've, you've talked about the schedule that he's got and how he's going to have to work his way through that, but have you spoken to Robbie or via the coach? Is he, you know, is he happy to come? Will he be at training? Will he be happy to sort of play a role developing, you know, helping develop the June? Not, not coaching and all the rest of it, but is he happy to come along and, you know, uh, pa- pass on some of his knowledge to the junior players at the footy club and make that sort of lasting contribution? Yeah, look, that's something we spoke about at, at length. And again, it just comes back to scheduling. Yep. When he can get there, great. There'll be many times where he'll be in uh, Melbourne midweek. A lot of school footy occurs midweek where there's scouting occurring. So, yeah, ideal getting along the training. We've, we've got a fairly young list. We've got a great group of under-19s coming through. And uh, the looks on their faces when they heard that Robbie Gray oh. was uh, coming to play, it was um, amazing. So, Enormous. Yeah, get him there as much as we can. That's great. No, it is incredible. It's and great. It's and great. hearing some other uh, stories, though, that they always worry about... Well, the club's spending all this money on a particular player. Now, it sounds like, given the relationship here, that, well, I'm sure that he's, there's some level of compensation, but uh, to get a player of this, I'd imagine that uh, it'd still come with a, a significant cost. Would that be true? Not at all. No, this is a, this is a mate's thing. And that's something we're still working on. Great. Through. You're not talking about a bloke getting paid a bucket load of money to come and play local footy. He's doing this for the love of it. And, and Chris and him are our best of mates, and it's something they've wanted to do for a really long time. That's great. Uh, it's magnificent, mate. That it's, is great. Uh, it's It's terrific for your footy club. It's great for the league. Um, it's it's great for the friendship between the coach and, and the incoming player. And uh, it's always great to see players like Gray, who total pros. And you just know, Sean, that he's going to give more than just turning up, putting his hand out, you know, like some do, and then, and then buggering off. I, I suspect this is going to be... Uh, a legacy lever for your footy club. So so well done. Excellent, guys. Really appreciate the time. And, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a massive year down at Shark Park. It's sure. <laughs> Shark Good Park. You, I love Sean. it. Doncaster Footy Club president, Sean O'Gorman. That's great. I it's love awesome, hearing those it? stories. It's, good. it's great. And just someone who's got a love of the game yep. and he wants to be around his mates and can still play, even though it's at a lower level, still requires a physically, it's, a, it's going to be demanding and, for him. And you know what happens. Of there, course. There'll be oppo players who think this is my chance to really make a name for but themselves. Robbie's here. got such a, it seems like got such a love for the game yep. and his mates that uh, he wants to give back. Oh, I think that's a magnificent story. Brilliant. Seven minutes to four. Corey Homicide-Williams to join us after the four o'clock news. Time to find out what is making news. Uh, the you know, Premier's had their debate mm. last night. I'm sure there's some fallout from all of that with the election this Saturday afternoon in the great state of Victoria, Tim Watson will be part of the a- channel. Andy, Andy, before you get to it too, yes, please. we need to pass on our congratulations to the Channel 7 News team. This year, they've ticked off the number one news network in this this uh, state for the first time, I think, since uh, 2010 or something or 2011. And uh, it was, you, saw, you gave me the numbers from last night's news. Oh. 
It was and an evisceration. Hundreds of thousands more. More than 200,000 they had watching them, their primary opposition last night, the Seven Network. And I think there's well, one common no denominator doubt. throughout this whole That's right. process. And we couldn't get Peter Mitchell on the show. He's not available. So Tim Watson joins us Correct. to tell us and what's going on. you need to listen to the worst. Hello, Timothy. Well, congratulations yeah, to you. Tonight on Seven News, chaos as a drill rig topples onto a hospital in Melbourne southeast. Music fans caught in a concert crush scare. Your warranty rights explained in a Black Friday warning. Have you started to go online yet and buy anything, you two? I have. What? Of course you would. No, I've had a look. I haven't actually purchased yet, but I will. You, you will. Hmm. Yeah, Sales. Just wait another 48 hours. In sport, uh, the Socceroos thump 4-1 by France at the World Cup. Jordan Degoe lifts the lid on his off-field challenge. The Justin Langer axing continues to haunt Australian cricket. Ben Simmons gets anything but a warm welcome back in Philly. Had a good game, though. James, along with the weather, Peter Mitchell with 7 News at 6. Mm. Tim, you, you're a student of sport. You know, mm. you understand You know, you know, understand a whole lot of stuff about the game. How can the Socceroos keep pace with some of these other nations Around the world, we're good enough to get there, but how can we yeah, get how can we get good enough to to land a blow? We've got to get more talent. That's what we've got to do. Where, to where do we talent. get I it heard from? Gazi talking about it earlier. I mean, mm. that is that is the answer, and the answer is the junior programs that they've got to tip their money into and their development into and their nurturing into because we just don't have the elite talent to be able to go at it with the best in the world, and that's what happens when you get to World Cup time. You you're identified as that. Mm. And Tim, I don't. And, and, yeah, it is. Talent. And Tim, and people think, well, I'm being biased or unfair here. But uh, in comparison, if you think of the same, they're very similar challenges that soccer has to what basketball has. And I think mm. that basketball over the past uh, 15, 20 years in particular, in the way in which they've been able to, with a, with a similar federated model, get everyone on the same page with their elite programs and their coaching programs, but ultimately with what happens at the grass le- roots levels for the mm. money. There's no reason why they can't do it. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, they just need to get themselves organised to be able to do that and make that a priority. And I don't know enough about it to know whether or not that is a priority. But I think the other problem is if you look here in Australia, where would you actually rank soccer in terms of the sports here in Australia? AFL's ahead of it. NRL's ahead of it. Mm. Is Uh, rugby ahead of it? Is cricket ahead of it? Yeah, cricket still is. I reckon reckon basketball's gone past it. I reckon in terms of public consumption and interest, right now I reckon the NBL's NBL's ahead of the A-League for sure. That's right. So, I mean, you're competing against countries around the world where it is the number one far and above any other sport that they play. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, there's a lot to it. You know what? We should have a – we should – well, let's get through the world. You never know. We might qualify. We might get out of our group. There's still a lot of football to be played and – uh, we won't we won't give up on the Socceroos just yet, but maybe the end of it, we should all sit around and do a big, uh, you know, a big sort of soccer symposium mm-hmm. here, on 11, yeah, on eleven sixteen mm. SEN, and have a good old chat about it. Um, well, I, I actually, last night on the news, we had the Irish girl. I can't remember her name, but she's been added to the Australian women's cricket team squad. So she's only been here, I think, for two years. Mm. How long will Kim Garth? Uh, Kim Garth. Mbappe. Yeah. Yeah. How long will we have to domicile right. Mbappe here in Australia before he qualified for Australia? Oh, ah, very good question. Right sort of connections. It's I think we could uh, expedite expedite uh, uh, that why, why uh, process. We, why couldn't we recruit maybe half a dozen? Let's have a go. Let's have a go. Have you seen what Mbappe is getting paid though? 
Oh, it's yeah, a she gets paid a lot of money. Big but ticket Gina item. Like, Gina Reinhardt's got a lot of money. Like, she mm. was involved in a sponsorship deal that she's no longer involved in. I think Gazi had a lot to say about this. No, yeah, no, no I, I didn't. Have, uh... I did not. But, well, you uh, did. You had a fair bit to say. I did not have a fair bit to say. <laughs> no, you did. It went quite no, a lot, a lot of other people having a say on my behalf, which I didn't say. But anyway, let's <laughs> you, not get into that. Tim, uh, you've stoked your fight. Bloke, did that bloke call you, actually, Gazi? Because he wanted to call you and congratulate you on your argument. Did he finally call you? He, got, he called me to get your number. <laughs> That bloke, you know what I'm talking about. I don't, but no, I must have missed that call. I, I went to... Oh, uh, Red I sh- Bandana Man. Did Red Bandana Man... Oh, oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, Actually, he- yes. Yes, you're right. He sent me a very nice message. Thank you very much, Tim. Well, you contacted me to get your number, that's all. Oh, fantastic. I appreciate that, Tim. Tim. There's, uh, you've st- you're stoking a few fires here. <laughs> uh, and then he just runs away and he lets does. us deal with it. There's a bit going on in the Lakers-Phoenix game right now. As we have been speaking, Patrick Beverly has done something you do not see happen in a basketball game very often. Well, so, he's flying the flag, flag for his oh, uh, teammate. Yeah, well, Austin still, Reeves yeah, went down. I, don't, I didn't no, see what there happened. Was, there was an errant hand on the, the hand of the bloke in a rebound. There was nothing in it whatsoever in the first place. But Beverly has lost his mind, and it's uh, it's on for young and old. Yeah, he, that's a um, that's a disqualifying act. By, oh, he'll be uh, kicked. Patrick. No, he'll be in They're trouble. Ten points down with their three and a half to go. Lakers playing Phoenix. Tim, you want to get it in the news tonight, so we better let you go. Bang. Get your editors to write up a quick 15 seconds for you and cut the vision because you'll want that in the six uh, th- six o'clock bulletin tonight, my friend. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. No problems Cheers. at all. Tim Watson, Channel 7 News. Corey Homicide Williams is here for tyre power. Corey, you've been watching what's been taking place behind you. Uh, Phoenix 106, Lakers 96, less than four minutes on the clock in the fourth quarter. Patrick Beverly's, you know, renowned hothead. Mm. What's just happened, Corey? You tell me. Well, and good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, gentlemen. The play before, one of his teammates got hit in the face. Got foul, regular foul, just accidental, a hard foul. completely accidental. Flagrant yeah. one, they char- they uh, ruled it as this one right here, right? The first one, the first one. What? Because he got hit in the face. Flagrant one. You have a look. Here it is. Here, Keith. Yep. You have a right. look at it. It's a rebound. So you two talk us through this. There's a shot, and uh, Devin Booker yeah. is it? Hits him in the face. That's a flagrant one. That's, a flagrant. That's not deliberate. What's it, that is there. I turn it up, Keith. Well, it's not deliberate, but oh, it doesn't matter whether it's deliberate. They protect the head, Andy. You, he's it's trying a, to block a shot. I know, but he inadvertently hit him in the face. In is the flagrant head. one good or bad? You don't get thrown out. Good. You just get a two and the ball. But then what happened was is that uh, DeAndre Ayton come and stood over, uh, I think it's Austin Reeves, who's having a mighty fine season, by the way, starting for the Lakers. And uh, Patrick Beverly has just come in and shoved DeAndre Ayton in the back. And the officials have said, Patrick, into the sheds you go. You have a spell. <laughs> into the sheds. <laughs> into the sheds. Away you go. Corey, please mm. talk us through this. You're, yeah. you're a firing man. You're a competitive human. Um, that's exactly what happened. And that's the right thing that happened. And, you know, obviously DeAndre Ayton is standing over him. Hmm. And his his teammate came to protect his – Pat Beverly came to protect his teammate. Mm. So no problems with what Beverly did? No. Oh, I have a problem with it. Oh, I think it was unnecessary. <laughs> if anything, it hurts your team. He gets tossed out of the game. He just ran right tossed? into the back of a yeah. bloke, dipped his shoulder between the numbers. I don't know the... what he was trying to achieve. He could have mm. done something more. Yeah, yeah. Like just, mm. just don't do that. Just push him out the way. Don't shove him to the floor. That's – Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Devin Booker is an elite level player. <laughs> now, hey, Corey, there's a bit to talk to you about, but can we give the floor to our colleague? And, and I want your mm. response. I don't know what he's going to say, 
But we're talking during an ad break uh, earlier, and Andrew Gay said they wouldn't listen to me, so it's it's pointless. But he said that if I could go and coach the Los Angeles Lakers, yep. and knowing that they would listen to me, mm-hmm. he reckons he could fix them in uh, like that. No, that's what you said. I said I could. I reckon I, they'd do better than what they're doing you now. Can, what you said was I didn't I say could, fix them. No, you said I could make. I, I do misquote you. Yeah. You said I could make. The, you said I could make the Lakers better. Yeah, they'd be okay. better than so, what they are okay, now. Okay, so what would you do? Now, Corey, can you assess this, please? Well, what I think, there's enough of a sample size to say what they're doing right now is not working. It's not working. It's a lot of ISO ball. It's a lot of individual. It's a lot of read and react. And if you could just tweak that balance, a little bit more off the ball work, a little bit more running some screens and cuts away from the ball, and trying to take the tempo out of the game because they're, they're having problems defending. So if they would buy into just running a bit of system, Every not all the time because you can't just a little bit a bit more system a good old fashioned go back to the fifty whether it's run a bit of shuffle run a bit of flex just something to loosen players up before you get into that one on one rather than just having middle on ball with Russell he jacks up a three and he's shooting it not bad thirty four per six percent or whatever it is but it's not working Andy so I think that they would be better served to try and control the tempo help other areas. By just doing a little bit more on the offensive end that didn't rely on just one guy taking 70,000 bounces and then just <laughs> shooting it from outer space under pressure in, in very, very difficult shots. Yeah, that's a fact, man. I think that you're right. Like, it's not working. One-on-one iso ball, that's not the play. Not with a team like this. You need to run a set because you can always get those shots. Mm-hmm. Gaze is not saying the whole game, as he no. said, like run an offensive set. Nah, mm-hmm. but like the majority of it, like we need some balance. I agree. Who is the best selfless super? Because what you're talking about is players mm. sacrificing for other players, right? Who? So I, you're not going to take the shot, but you're going to do something to make a, another teammate of yours have mm. a better look, right? So that's what you're talking about, all yep. that sort of stuff. Well, well, Who's it is. The best, who are the best selfless superstars in the NBA and the NBL? Well, to me, who are they? To me, it's arguably the one that's had the best results uh, over the past 10 years in Steph Curry. Steph Curry. But doesn't he do that? No, he, he just plays just, off the ball. Doesn't he just bounce the ball down the court? No. They get it to him and then he shoots it? Sometimes. That's what he does. No, sometimes. Shoots it from... No, but he, Eddie, you're not Audacious, watching. You're not watching him. places on the, on the basketball court. Watch the way he goes from side to side without the ball. Okay. And they're running, they're setting a million screens for him off the ball. Right. On. And then he's coming off and, yeah, he can still shoot it from outer space and do something that no that's, one else can do. That's right. But it's the way in which he does it and right. his, the, his willingness to be a distributor as well as a shooter. He wasn't com- complaining when Kevin Durant was there. No, he wasn't. He was happy. There you go, Kev. I understand. <laughs> yep, you want the you, – you can. this can be your team. No problem. There you go, Kev. Yeah, and I'll just size me up for my next ring. Right. No so doubt. win a couple of them. And, but then Kevin says, well, everyone thinks <laughs> that, that, that um, it's, it's Steph's team, it's Clay. There, I need to go away. Well, ta-da, Kev. Well, ta-da, <laughs> right. you missed the playoffs. And you, you, you're in the never-never land. So so it's about, well, that's the ultimate being selfless to, to say, not only will I play with him, I'll actively recruit yeah, him. perfect. He went out of his way to say, come on here, mate. I don't need all that. I'm getting a gajillion dollars. I'm, I'm happy just to win. Now, a lot of them say that. But it's the greatest load of crap ever. They say, oh, just, I'm all about winning, man. I just want to win. Put me in my team. I don't care. Pigs. <laughs> Because what we see out there, you're not. You're about jacking it up. 
Getting You're about getting mine, yeah, and then right. if that means we win, well, okay. And then I'll fake being upset when we lose, but if I've got 40 inside, I'm a little but still pretty happy. That's how I see some of them. Not all of them, some of them, Corey. I, I agree. I agree. A lot of them, um, you say the right things in front mm. of the camera. Mm. As you say, everybody's like, you know, I just want to win. Some people just want to get theirs. Mm. How do you coach these blokes? <sighs> Delicately. It's 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 tough. It's a players league and you know, coaches man, it's I would I wouldn't want to be a coach. Well put it this way. Tim Duncan never had a problem being coached. Pop, I saw it firsthand. Pop would launch on him to a point where I'm going, geez, Pop, pull your head in a bit, mate. This is it's a Tim Duncan. This is a Tim Duncan. <laughs> this guy's the, the the face of the team in the league. He's a superstar. So it's nope. Pop. And Pop but here's the thing, Tim Duncan looked him in the eye. Looked him in the side. Yes, coach. No problems, coach. I'll do better, coach. Not come on, man. Go to the owner. Do, 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 do. Hey, get rid of this bloke. I can't play with this guy. He's screaming at me too much. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So Tim Duncan didn't have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah. You know, even the great one, Michael Jordan. Okay, he might have had some issues, but by all reports, hey, he the triangle offense. When when Phil Jackson went and implemented the triangle offense, everyone's saying, "Geez, Jordan's not going to cop this." <laughs> You mean I've got to actually run a system? Turn it up. Get me the ball. Get out of my way. What are you? Don't complicate it, coach. No, no. Well, he bought into the triangle offense. He's got six of them. Six <laughs> yeah. rings. Yeah. So this, the, the really, the genuine, real good ones want to be coached. Yeah. They want to be told. And it's those ones that may be really, really good that just got too much ego. They're the ones that, well, they'll be superstars because of their talent. But are they going to get to that same stratosphere as, as these guys? Ah, remains to be seen. It's interesting, isn't it? It's a, it's a no. Yeah. You know, that's why there's only a few of them you know, at that table. Uh. It's a big difference. 18 minutes past four. There's a heap to talk to you about, Corey. Corey had something he wanted to run no, with. No, no, we're going to go with that on the other side of the break. <laughs> get your story. Yeah, I think it may be. Is it, about, is it about the bloke we had a bit to say about last week who's had a couple of big days since? Yeah. Ben Simmons? Okay, yeah. well, let's get. We let's, played at Philly today. Uh, let's, clear some, let's clear some commitments. Let's get Corey's take let's on. Let's clear some commitments. The, and, on uh, the homecoming. We'll come back uh, and have a chat about all of that. Uh, <laughs> and feel free, one 736 736 Anything you want to talk to these great men about, basketball or life? The lines are open. <laughs> Three pointers worth four at Thai Power. Nothing but net during the big holiday sale, which is on now. Corey Humphrey Williams in the studio. Keefe here as well. Um, it's irresistible, Ben Simmons. He was one of the big talking points last week. Since then, he's had a couple of pretty significant games. 22 points the other day, 11 and 11. Today, seven rebounds in a loss. Going back to Philly, I don't know much about the reaction that he got going back to Philadelphia, but. Give us your thoughts on the seven days since you were in here and you know, the kind of world of Corey Homicide Williams and Ben Simmons and how it all intersects. So funny enough, um, once I posted that clip. Yeah, you've turned him around. I got a reply that said, Olympics. <laughs> really? Who from? See your face? You see Gay's no, face? Not from no, Ben Simmons. Gay's face? Not no, from Ben didn't. Simmons. Yeah, all right. What? <laughs> That's great. They listen to me, Gay's. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> they listen. That's a good get. I'm trying to Hang tell on. you. Go back. What happened? <laughs> Remember, we, we yeah, were yeah, talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I posted it. Yes. 
And I'm the kind of person, you know, I don't ever want people to ever feel, regardless, good or bad, that I'm talking behind your back. Mm. So I'll tag you in it. <laughs> he replied back. That is extraordinary. Olympics. That's great. Well, that's encouraging. And maybe, you know what? Maybe hearing that, uh, Corey, is that because his last three or four game, three games so, so, have yeah. been pretty good statistically. So, so tell me, you start, Corey, and you chime in, mm-hmm. Gazy. What does that tell you about, does it tell you anything about Ben Simmons? I'm just trying to tell you to run home mm-hmm. on SEN 1116 <laughs> with Andrew Gaze and Andy Moss. Thanks to Robot Building Supplies. And Corey on Wednesdays and Barry BMW. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I, I, I'm gonna add to this. No oh, lie, oh, fellas. Oh, you know, you know, I'm looking for a, a car sponsor. Right. I just be in Ubers a lot, right. and I get in Ubers these days. And you know, as hey, how you doing? You know, Ubers guys are really friendly. Yeah, great. Yeah. So I get to talking with them back and forth. So mm. they'll 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 pause. <laughs> now it's like automatic. Never fails these days. And they'll say, "So what do you do for a living?" <laughs> and I say, "Uh." You know, I'm in sport media. And they'll say, wouldn't happen to be Corey Hamasai Williams on SEN, right? Man, I listen to you all the time. We on fire. I'm telling you, fellas. That is... Uh, I'm telling you. That's extraordinary. I'm a bit well, flawed. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, that's great. Uh, hey, no, but... but... Uh, Gazy, I love the fact that Simmons got back and said and, and pledged himself. That mm. sounds like a pledge. I'm going to be there. I want to be there. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, this. man. Hmm. And 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 um, what's happening is the last hmm. week, how's his play been? Been really good. He's come back, and now he had a first homecoming. And when we say homecoming, of where he was first drafted to with Philadelphia, he played there today. And uh, he, his numbers were he had eleven points, eleven assists, seven rebounds, pretty decent. It's three, four of seven, and and he made his first. Corey, did you see it when he made I, he made his first two free throws? Right. And he, after he made his two first two three throws, he came back and he gave it. You remember when Michael Jordan was the doing Jordan that? Jordan shrug when he hit the six yeah, threes yeah, on against yeah. on Portland, <laughs> and he came and he gave it and he gave it the, oh, well, the shoulder shrug. Now I'm making free throws, so it was pretty cool. I actually thought uh, they were a little. There, there were the boos, and when they introduced There's him, there was a stuff. boos. A bit of stuff. But it was not to the level I thought he was going to get. Everyone assumed that this guy's just going to get just completely. Mm. Uh, My on phone's on the charger. Time. Let me see if it's still there. So, <laughs> y'all know I ain't lying. <laughs> oh, no, I believe you. He's going so, to this phone. What is it? So we, mm. we, uh, so a whole lot of the Ben Simmons conversation goes to mm. character, right? Yep. There's a bit of that about it. There's a, yeah. In fact, no, no, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that about it. Which are, Can I, Andy, just on that point? Which, and I think, mm. go on, yeah, you go. Well, yeah, just on that point, since he's gone to the Nets, and whether it's a conscious effort, whether it's just a, a fact of being in a new environment, to me, he's been way more engaging. He's been smiling. Good, he's yeah. been able to uh, critique some of his past performance and say, I probably would didn't do it well. I've got to get better here. Whereas I think previously there, he was so defensive about some of his play oh, yeah. that he, he oh. didn't do it. Oh, so did. now I think that there's just been this... Uh, you know, a minor thing, a little shift. That is incredible. Am I connected? He's, he's showing connected. us the, dir- the one-on-one <laughs> he did. communication. Are the people listening? Right. <laughs> Are the people listening, Can I say this, though, in fairness, because we always like to, yes, he's 100% correct off the text, mis- off his personal text. A direct Ben message. Simmons 
Firstly, I'm surprised you, you, he actually gave you his number for starters. But secondly... No, he, no, it's Instagram. Oh, is it Instagram? Instagram. Is it? Oh, okay. You well, can try the same thing. See if he gets back to you. Well, no, no, no. But because I have been... Actually, he should, given the abuse I copped <laughs> last year when I was flying the flag for him and trying to be a bit more pragmatic about it, I'd like to think there'd be a little bit of love, but I genuinely meant what I, yeah. I said. But that is some of the great news, and I think reflecting of that shift that I was talking about yeah. with other areas, yeah. that now he's, hey, no, 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 the Olympics is on my radar. I love it. Mm. I love it, would it. Be, it would be an incredible story in yes. his young career. He's still young. Mm. 26, I think. So finish off this year mm. on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Going to next year, ready to roll. Mm-hmm. And then 2024, Paris? Mm. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm. So we got a World Cup next year? World Cup next year. World Cup next year. Would he, well, would hang you, on, hang you on a second. Last week, though, Corey, right? and I don't mean to pull you up and ruin the moment. Because no, 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 you, go ahead. You've got a little moment here. <laughs> a beautiful moment. A beautiful moment. <laughs> a special moment. But last week, you were saying you're not sure right now that you, you, he wasn't in your twelve. He wasn't, mm. but I'm I'm talking Olympics is 2024. Yeah, yes, yeah. I ain't talking World Cup. Right. I'm saying he needs to get his mind right mm. and focus on getting things right in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I said if he's going to choose, if anything, right. it should be okay. the Olympics. But what if he's of the view? Because we hear what people like me hear all of these stories about. Uh, being in the boomers' environment can be so positive for it the can. development of a player, and and it is. What if what if in six months' time Ben Simmons is feeling you know what I'm ready to put it on the line for Australia and I want to get in there before the I want to have an experience with this team mm. and with this coach and with these players that will help me. Let's lay a mm. foundation now in the World Cup so that when we get to France, we're not we're not going there to back up what we did in in last year. Yeah, no, no, no. we're not we, we we want to go better. We want to do more. In fact, you know, we want to win the thing. And I reckon I can help this team win a gold medal. Well, he can, in my view. I think that I just know what the man said. It's <laughs> oh, quite extraordinary. It, it really like, is. I love it. I just I think that maybe leading up to that, when NBA finishes, he'll probably jump immediately into, like, I'm, I'm all in from here. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I'm not him. I can't speak for him. But I just think Olympics... Yep. Is what? Right. Well, let's not forget, in order to get to the Olympics. You got to qualify? The World Cup is the qualifying for it. So we need to be the highest ranked. Now, we, in all likelihood, we will. Because we've got to be the highest ranked Oceania team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep. but if you get a pool, a funky pool, that where you all of a sudden things don't go well. Now, you have to stretch your imagination to think how that would go so horribly wrong. But nevertheless. You got to qualify. You still got to get there. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's 28 minutes to five. Uh, you've knocked our socks off. We'll get a break out of the way. Uh, there's some NBL to have a chat about. I want to know what's going on with Paddy Mills. You get no playing time at the moment. I'll get you two to share some thoughts regarding all of that. And this cold concept of dialing it in, just turn it up when you're, you're there in body but but not in mind. I might have a quick chat to you about And I want to get you just quickly also what's going on in the NBL because this is I know we're doing, it's unheard mate. of what's going on in the NBL this season. Unheard of. And we've got... All right. We've got 10 teams. Plant the seed. 10 teams, and only one of them I can actually think of is categorically not making the playoffs. The other nine, and we're almost at the halfway point, 
I can't tell you who the other three teams are going to miss out. All of that after this. Playing like it. Nice work, Stone Cold. Nice work indeed. That's uh, Prime Minister's 11. None for 93 against the West Indians. Two tests coming up against Australia. Mm. The West Indian 11. The Prime Minister's 11. None for 93. So you reckon we might get hold of them? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Hope not. I mean, I hope we win, but... Hopefully they're, you know, we're going to hear every ball here on 1116 SEN and hopefully mm. uh, we get some really good competitive games. Win in five days would be my uh, best case scenario. Well, I think everybody would enjoy that as a prospect, Keith. Well, particularly for obvious reasons. Yes. Yes. Did, uh, did you did you have a question you were going to ask him or not? No, I've got a question. Well, it's off the temper text That's machine. That's right. But I thought you were sure you were desperately the... keen to ask him. Well, I'm not. It's off the temper text machine from 219. Uh Corey, your sixth man, and this is the NBL, sixth man and most improved, please. Sixth man of the year, Barry Brown Jr. Mm, I can't, from I can't New Zealand. Can't agree with that, Corey. You're coming off the bench. But he leads the team in minutes played. He's also... Yes, he's coming off the bench, but that's <laughs> well, he's averaging 30, what, one, 32 minutes a game. He plays more than any other team player on the... There's five players who start game yeah, before in that, yeah, right? I understand that. Are there five players who start the game before? <laughs> no, you. technically he's correct, I guess. <laughs> technically. Although this, he didn't, at the start of the year, the first three games, he didn't start. He, was he, he did start, he, he sorry. Did start. But then he, then he got injured for a couple of games and he hasn't started since. But, again, anyway, leading the, leading the uh, team in minutes played. But anyway, uh, okay. okay, I'll give you that. M- most improved? That's a little tricky. I can't think of uh, most improved right now. You know now. who I, I need would a give more... most improved? Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody mm-hmm. I'm actually more proud of Oh. than, than this guy. Talk to me. Hmm. And uh, 219 wants to Lackland know. Dent. Lucky Dent. Dent. Had a great game in the first game of the Yo, season. Yo, he's been hooping. Mm-hmm. He's been in double figures a couple of games. Yeah, that's true. He hadn't got no playing time all last season or something like that. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Not last season. He dropped 19 <laughs> on the Kings one game. First game of the season. Who are on well, top the of the team? Mm. They're the best team in the comp. Like, I mean, they're the worst team in the comp, but for him to still be coming out mm. and playing, he's averaging seven points a game, yep. two assists, mm-hmm. shooting 36% from, 37% from the field, yep. three rebounds. All right. So who else have you got has one? a seven point mm. a seven point improvement? Improvement, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Two yes. assists, three rebound improvement. Well, show me that well, person. Well, when you're improving you from it. almost nothing, it's any most improved player. Yeah, that, well, that's true. I guess. <laughs> no, that's true. Very compelling case. Come on, baby. No, and I, I'm with you. Full credit uh, to you. Have you got someone? Would you you got some, yeah. I, I haven't. Okay. I haven't given a lot of thought. All right. Well, I've got a question for you two. You'd say, Gazy, before the news, you're talking about how completely unpredictable this season is. And we are, you're yeah. right. Take mm. a look at the table. You can't believe how quickly the season's gone. Uh, who is not making it? Who will not be in? Let me pull this up. Yeah, so who's oh, not going to be in the playoffs? And this. including, we've got a new system this year with the play-ins. Well, you shouldn't. Have, we're asking this question on the jump tonight, no. so you're no, sneaking well, some. I don't know how. Well, you can hold yours there uh, if you mm, want. Yeah, I'll hold but mine. Keith, uh, but, but Corey, you go. You're not on the jump tonight, eh? Mm. I'm not. No, no he's not. Disappoint. All right, here we go. Good for ratings if you were. Obviously, he, he, do he runs his bump. own little program. Like We'd love to have him. One day, one day, one day. It's a good show, but it could do one with a bump. One day. Well, he's got his own show. It could do with a bump. I got a podcast. What, what show I got? <laughs> no, you got the one, um, the other one. NBL Overtime? Overtime. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Mm. Who, who, which show rates more on the platform? 
No, oh, it's look, not about that. It's about promoting I'm the game. Interested That's all. We just push yeah. and promote the game. It's all kumbaya. I just like to know who rates more. Just for just for no real reason. Well, it's not fair because I don't want to be rude. I'm not being rude here, but I mean, he doesn't have. They don't no have the opportunity. They're on KO. They're only on. Yeah, they're on the S. They're we're on, on the main S. channel, oh, so it's a little. Ah, oh, well, it's a little unfair. Comparison. If there were more people watching overtime, wouldn't mm. it? That's okay. So, <laughs> I <hope> so. Um, <laughs> Illawarra is not making it. No, they're gone. We no, know okay, this. They're gone. Yep, yep, okay. Brisbane is not making it. Right. Mm. Nine games, I've seen I've seen enough. They're three and six. What if they win their next two? So Melbourne United sit above them on the table. They've Melbourne got... United ain't making it. Okay. Mm. Don't you worry about that. Okay. Mm. And you got to find well, one more. Now it, now, now it gets tricky. Now it gets tricky. tricky. Now yep. it's between Adelaide and Tassie. Because mm. remember, it's top six. That's mm. right. Yeah. So, so you've got are... cans in? Yes. You've got yes. cans in. Mm. Yes, he's six and three. Cans in, cans, cans the real deal. Mm. And here's 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 why they have balance, they have length, they have athleticism, their ability to make shots consistent. Yep. Um, last game I called Saturday, they played in the sunshine sunshine Stouch mm-hmm. at Brisbane. It's easy for you to say. Yeah, I know, right? Getting Brisbane, th- Brisbane had won three yep. in a row. Mm-hmm. This was the biggest test for them to see. If Brisbane is for real. Yep. Can they beat a team that swept them last season mm. and is coming in hot? Mm-hmm. What happens? Mm. DJ Hogue, the real deal. Mm. Keanu Pender, 25 and 8. They well, combine. Well, there's my most improved. They now, keep... he's coming from a solid base last year, but there, there you go. There's but he was one. most improved last year. Back to back. He's Yo, actually back improved. Back to back most improved. He's actually is improved. That has. He's improved on his improvement. Has that ever yes, happened? Yes, he has. Have you had? Is there anybody ever gone? went back to back? I don't think you can. Oh, surely that sort of well, almost sounds like a contradiction. No, you can. Surely you can. Well, true, but, that, but has anyone ever done it? I don't know, but don't he's, know. he's 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 incredible <laughs> right now. The Wardenburg kids, pretty Wardenburg tough. balling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bull- the point guard, Bukuwai had fourteen, right? Yeah. The point guard, Scott, mm. Shannon Scott, no turnovers, ten assists. Mm. Nice. DJ Hogue and Keanu Pender combined, 46 points, mm. four, 17, 18 rebounds, mm. four blocks, six blocks, six steals, eight assists yep. combined. That yep. duo's crazy. Okay. But getting for back, real. But getting back to the original point. New Zealand breakers. No, but getting – For real. Who's not making it? Melbourne United. Yeah, got, got good night. Hawksports United. Yeah. Who's the fourth team? Brisbane. Hawks, yeah. Bullets, United, yeah, yeah, you said, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Who's the fourth team not making it? You it's, need one more. Look, look, it's either going can, to be... Look, you can change your mind on this, but mm. right here, right now, who's not making it? Uh, oh, I'm going to say this, and it's going to hurt you, know. Andy. Tassie? Adelaide? Oh, good. Uh, say, no, no, I, say it. Say it out loud. Say it. And this is ridiculous. <laughs> say it out loud. <laughs> I, I think... Yeah, go on. I, I don't it. want to say it because I don't think it's... No, they want you to say it. Go on. <laughs> I think the Jackies are the ones that would be on that bubble. Tasmania. Tasmania. It's ridiculous. Are you listening? Did you it's hear that? It's stupid because I really like them. <laughs> and I love Scott Roth. I love the way they well, play. That is now on their locker already. They've printed that out. You know what's a good thing, on though? Their is it, I want them, I actually want them to be there. Mm. But they just keep defying me. I just can't think, can they keep defying what, yeah. what I'm seeing? And they keep doing it. So maybe that's what they need. They how, need to keep that little bit how, of edge. How is it already 17 minutes to five? 
It's ridiculous. We've got him, man. Well, we hang get... on. Just so we got the oh. just for the um, we're Melbourne, get to a break. Yeah, just for the Melbourne audiences. I just want to know because Melbourne United have gone through a, a pretty tough period. Can you do that this after? It ain't the break? getting easier. Can you do this after the break? And ask they've got question. a new player. No, no. There's going to be an answer okay. to this. Hold that thought, right? And ask it when we come back with Corey okay. Homicide Williams for Ty Power. Andy and Gazy. Hey, Corey, you played basketball all over the world. Played have, all over the world. I have. Did you ever just? Did you ever dial it in? You ever just, you know, you were there, you were there in body, you had to turn up, you're getting paid. You ever just turn up, but you weren't there in mind and spirit? I got a story for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Okay, here we go, guys. <laughs> I'm in Lebanon. Hmm. This specific year, I got, I get over there late. Mm-hmm. By the time I get there, probably like halfway through the season. How, what year are we talking? Half, 25th, 26th, 2015, 2016 okay, yep, season. Right, yep. So I get there 2016. Mm. Maybe like there might have been maybe like 15 games left. Mm. So let's say like 12 games in, mm. guys ain't get paid. Oh, that'll, that hurts motivation. Locals ain't get paid. Right. Oh, dear. Mm. I'm maybe, locals might be down like four months. Mm. Four months, no salary. Mm. I might be down at that point a month. Mm. But, you know, luck of the draw on this side of the coin that they're going to take care of your imports. Mm. They're going to sort you out. You know, you've been balling. Mm. Corey, we're going to sort you out. We'll pay you current. We need you to play. (laughs) Teams are boycotting. Players are boycotting. The locals are like, if we don't get paid in a week, Mm. we are boycotting playoffs. We're out. Oh, jeez. Playoffs. Playoffs. Jeez. All right. We go into game one mm. of the playoffs. Mm. Empty gym because those fans were abusive towards okay. our club yeah. and we're playing on the road. Yeah. So they like banned all the fans. Yes. So the gym's empty. Oh. We're playing against a tough team oh. and our locals haven't ain't been, there. Haven't been paid. And one of the imports left. So there's three imports. One mm. of the imports is like, I'm not playing. Mm. So it's just me, mm. a bunch of junior players. <laughs> that aren't getting paid. Junior players don't even care. Right. Because they're just happy to be on the court. Oh, okay. So I'm playing with a bunch of little kids. <laughs> How old? Like 16-year-olds. Maybe 19, okay, but yep. they're not pros. No, and no. we're playing against like men. Men. Yes. <laughs> and I was out there like, I'm just out here. <laughs> I got no chance of winning. Zero. <laughs> And I was just like, bro, <laughs> whatever. What 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 am I doing? But I knew I was going to get paid. Yeah. But that was the time where I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. cues in the rack. Mm. I'm just going down, just walking it up. Yeah, kick it, they kick it back, <laughs> launch a three. Didn't matter. Yeah, Didn't yeah, even yeah. matter if it yeah. went in or not. Did just, anyone call you out on it? Like, were you ever? Not getting, at all. No, I mean, no, they no, actually no, appreciated the fact that I played. So they yeah, only playing sure. the kids because the the seniors were boycotting. Seniors boycotting because they didn't get their loot. No yeah, pay, no play. Their loot. Yeah. Did they end up getting their money? No. No. Oh, what happened to that club, do you know? Folded. Yeah, right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Who owned the clubs in that league? Private owners. Yeah, okay. You know, private yeah. owners. And well, what, 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 this is time. Lebanon, is it? Lebanon. Yeah, this was in Lebanon. When you signed to play for those teams, yeah. would you ever ask about who owns this club? No, are, are they good for them? I mean, you know the owners. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't even ask those questions. Yeah, That's right. just a part of You don't ask mm-hmm. that. You just you assume just, they're, you know. You know, and you say, look, after I pass my physical, mm-hmm. give me 10% up front of my salary. Yeah. So, you know, you're kind of like... Trying to keep ahead. Yeah, you know, you're trying to get ahead because at some point you feel like they're going to give it to you 
least you got but some what about, of them. <laughs> so you, 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 did you play in Qatar? Where, where did no, you, Lebanon? I played in Lebanon. And, I played in the UAE. Now, and I played in uh, Iraq. Now, in those Iraq. countries, sometimes... Yeah. Oil money, though. Yeah, but, but, uh, but, but how did you go off the court? Because... Good question. You're, you're a very out there sort of guy that likes to yeah. express yourself. Yeah. Now, sometimes yes. it wouldn't necessarily be in complete <laughs> alignment with the, with the political views. Political views. Correct. And your question again is? Is how did you go how off I go the about court? It. Yeah. So, so could you get out there and express yourself like you would here? No. I, w- w- what you do is, mm. first of all, you got to understand the law of the land. Mm. You know, you, um, the region. Mm. You have to understand. You got to know how to read the room, so to speak. Yeah. So there's certain things you have to be okay not being able to do. Mm. I'm not living there for the rest of my life. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I can do is focus on my job yeah. and why I'm there and find other ways to um, keep myself entertained. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I would do when I was in Iraq. Mm. You know, I'm going. Mind you, I'll tell you how crazy I am. <laughs> I'm in Iraq. Okay. The height of the war with ISIS. That's not ideal, I wouldn't have thought. Oh, it wasn't ideal. No. However, I'm looking at it like this. How do we get out of here? No. No. Do they bother basketball players? No. It isn't like gyms are getting blown up. That's mm. not even where their focus is. Mm. I'm not a journalist. Yeah, but... They're not focused on me. Do they all you know understand? that? Do they yeah. know that? Like I a... mean, they ain't coming to a gym to, to, to bother me. Right. So you just go to the gym, and then you go back to the to the hotel. I reckon yeah. we're talking eat to, and go from there. I reckon we're going to talk more about Iraqi basketball with you next week, Corey. You're a beautiful man. Thanks Much for coming love, in, fellas. Corey Homicide, we have some type power. Three past five. Craig Starsevich about to join us. Hey, before we're done today, uh, Dylan Dethia, who's a really interesting um, sports writer, focuses in on golf a lot, has written a story about Bryson DeChambeau's 2020 diet when DeChambeau was trying to get massive and. The whole sports he science thing. He, was, he did get massy, but was deliberately trying to get sort of bigger than any golfer's ever been and apply a real sort of sports science thing to uh, golf. Well, it kind of worked. Well, it did. No question about one that. One major. One, yeah. one major. But his body he? started breaking down, right. uh, which was no good. He's published what DeChambeau was eating on a daily <laughs> basis. I'm going to uh, put that to you a bit later on okay. and get your reaction to the whole thing. But the W Awards were on last night. Uh, the Brisbane Lions, of course, are into the AFLW Grand Final this Sunday um, up against the Melbourne Footy Club. It's going to be a fantastic game. Clearly the two best sides in the competition. Uh, they had another great night last night. Four players in the All-Australian team. Ellie Anderson wins the W Award for the best player in the competition and quite rightly, their coach, Craig Starsevich, is crowned the coach of the year. They don't need to wait for the grand final result to appoint the coach of the year. And he's been good enough to join us on the show. The AFL Coaches Association Coach of the Year, that is. Craig, congratulations. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Andy. What is it? Do these things, I mean, you seem to be a bloke who sees the big picture, but every now and again, these things that come along, does, it, does a gong like this mean something to you? Oh, absolutely it does. Um, it's the other 17 coaches in the comp um, respecting what you're doing with your program. So um, that's that's definitely um, very humbling and, and something that I definitely treasure. What do you think the be- – is it possible for you to tell us what you think the best thing about your program is? 
Jeez, I, don't, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> well, I do know the players. Yes. Um, yeah. It's that's an e- that's an easy one, really. Um, their their work ethic and their attitude and their commitment to professionalism is is second to none. So you know they're an absolute joy to coach when you've you've got a group like that that are um, you know so driven themselves to to find better ways of doing things. And, you know, that's a, that's a strong characteristic of our group. So that coach-player relationship's really, really important, obviously in any team sport, but, you know, very much so in the AFL, AFLW. How important do you think it is for your players, Craig, to know that you don't see this as a stepping stone? This is not you trying to, you know, impress others of your coaching credentials. You know, not using the women's game to step into the men's game. How important is it that they, do you think that they know that? Um, I'm not too sure, Andy, because I can't speak for the other 17 head coaches, but I'm not sure any of us are, to be honest. Yep, okay. Um, I, I, I actually, well, from my point of view, I love what we're doing and um, that's, that fulfils my life at the moment, that we've got plenty of challenges and, you know, it's great to see people grow and improve and, it, it wouldn't really bother me who I was coaching and what sport I was coaching, but I just happen to be coaching female AFL players at the moment, and I absolutely love it. So I don't know what the other 17 coaches are, are thinking in terms of their own careers and aspirations, but um, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not too sure whether the players care too much. Okay. Mm. Yep. They, they, they actually want you there in the moment, invested in them, and. Um, you know, that's that's what we try to do. Otherwise, um, you know, things don't work out too well. And Craig, the results suggest you're doing it magnificently well. Yeah. So congratulations and good luck on the weekend. Uh, other awards we had, and uh, I assume this is what is regarded as the most prestigious when we had the uh, AFLW awards last night. And Ali Anderson Incredible. won the, uh, the, the, the major gong. I listened to some comments across radio stations throughout the course of the day, and there was this uh, a sense that maybe it was a bit of a surprise that she won that award. How did you see it? So it was surprised us. Mm. Um, it was it wasn't something we were expecting. Emily Bates had a a super year um, at the at the front end of this year in in, in the um, the early season, um, but we thought our our group was pretty even um, in this season seven. And um, didn't really expect anyone to sort of have their head above anyone else. But um, Ali's been super consistent since she started in the competition, actually. So, um, you know, she's been one of those players that just sort of doesn't have too many fluctuations between her, her, her best and her worst. And um, this year, it's probably, you know, settled more at the top than the bottom. But, um, yeah, it was something we weren't expecting, that's mm. for sure. And uh, it couldn't couldn't have gone to a more humble and hardworking no, and she's handled herself magnificently today on the radio, and uh, we had her on, uh, I think, one of the morning shows yeah, here, she and she yep. she uh, did it magnificently well. Lobby Ford Australian Labor Party Melbourne. Barrick BMW has a range of re-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. BarrickBMW.com.au. Robot building supplies helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. Sonos game changing sound this festive season. Save now on ready made speaker sets. The run home with Andy and Gazy. Uh, and, and the boys on Sports Day coming up next. Healy and Corns do not go anywhere. Bryson DeChambeau, Corns, you'll be interested in this. Bryson DeChambeau, you know, into the science of sport and we know what he does with his golf clubs and they're all the length of the seven and all that sort of stuff. But he very much applies a scientific lens to what he's doing as a golfer. And part of that uh, in the lead up to the end of the 21, 2021 seasons 
he was going through his body altering process where he was taking this um, massive growth phase mindset mm. to get big and powerful so he could just smash the ball further to render golf courses well, we, defenseless. He won well, the uh, the PGA Championship in 2020. Yeah, PGA won Championship. Won the US Open in that US same Open, year. US Open, I beg your pardon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So... It was, it was fascinating, but unfortunately it took a toll on his body and he's had to kind of strip it back. Uh, an American journo got, got, hmm. got hold of his um, diet from yeah. 2020. Have a listen to this. This is what he ate every single day. He had four basically, basically four hmm. um, meal phases of the day. One breakfast, mm-hmm. four eggs, mm-hmm. listen to this, four eggs, five bacon strips, toast, oh, and two or three organ Protein shakes. Where's your so cholesterol that, to start breakfast. the day? That's breakfast. On the golf course or when he was practicing, he'd have Go Macro bars, undesignated number, PB and J, whatever that is, peanut butter and jelly oh, sandwiches, right, and undiagnosed, un, un, untold mm. number, and three protein shakes. Post golf, he would have mm. a snack, TBD. And another protein shake. Oh, how do you extract And then this? at dinner, he did this every day of the week. He'd, then be, using dinner, the, he'd be using the facilities he'd not, I'll tell seven you what, times a day. He'd need Metamucil. Uh, then at oh, dinner. No, this is coming out, no problems. Then at dinner, hmm. he'd have steak, potatoes, and two protein shakes. So that's six, seven, nine, eight or nine protein it's like shakes. like a weightlifter. Eight, that's what he was doing. Mm. Eight or nine protein shakes a day. Is that a little overboard, do you think? I would have thought so. That's a lot of, a lot of protein. But hey, he won. A, he, 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 we became the, was he number one that year? Eight, he won a major in 2020. Yeah. 8,000 grams of protein a day. Mm. And he can smack it as far as anyone. That is one of the more extreme uh, commitments that somebody has made mm. to uh, their. To, to a game, certainly to the game of golf. Mm. I don't know of anybody who's made as uh, significant. I know not as significant a commitment to getting their body mm. to a certain shape mm. uh, in golf. Like, clearly, in other I sports. I like it, but Andy, what he's trying to do is do something different. I oh, no doubt. This is if I'm going to get to the promised land, I've got to be different. If he just went about it the same way as other people did, speaking, maybe he's in the top twenty, top ten. He's very, very good. But to get to the pinnacle, hey. I'm going to try something different. Try something that no one's done before and see if it works. Well, maybe the long-term future of it not, may not be great, but he was able to get the uh, get a major out of it. So you know what we're going to do? And who knows? Mike? He might get a few more. Don't know about that. Well, you're not going to win many majors at the minute over where he's playing golf. No, I nowadays. think he can still play the majors. Oh, of course he can. That's a good yes. point. Yeah, well, until his you know exemptions run out, here, there, or ever run out. Oh, that works. Tomorrow, out, you know what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to have the quiz. We're going to go, we are. We're going to mm. go back to this. Mm. And I want people to put that. We're going to give a prize away to somebody who can come up with an athlete in their particular sport who has broken the mould. Who's ah. broken the mould in a particular right. sport mm. and had this, the kind of relative success right. in that sport that Bryson DeChambeau's had in golf doing what, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, doing what he did in that game? Mm. Good question, Andy. Used to, Shane Y. Woden used to weigh his food the year he won the Brownlow. Perfect.